Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Let's talk about Bill Belichick potentially joining TV because certainly that would be a possibility. Will he win another Emmy? I don't know, but he would be very good at it. Also could serve as a consultant, which is something that coaches are taking a year off do. What this also sets up is Bill Belichick waiting. I know he's going to be 75 by next year, but the greatest coach of all time does not act uh, does not act his age. Certainly seems like he has a lot of energy. Could come back in 2025. It, all, it sets up for the possibility that any team that struggles, what if the Dallas Cowboys don't get it done with Mike McCarthy? What if Nick Sirianni with the Philadelphia Eagles just do not have the kind of year that they want? There is Bill Belichick looming. The amount of TV time we are going to fill with Will Belichick eventually take over for X, insert name of coach, is going to be epic, and I am here for all of it. Ian Rappaport. Again, channeling his inner 15-year-old girl on Instagram. Hashtag ready for it. <laughs> it's very, very exciting. Hashtag epic. For all the Belichick discussion. I'm a little surprised it hasn't already turned, Mego. Like, there was a little bit of it there from Rap Sheet. And it's hour number three, Jones and Mego with Arcan. We'll get the triple play at 445. Stay tuned for it. Hopefully you're here for it. Um... I thought it would turn a little bit by now. And, like, we'd get more of a, well, Bill just, Bill didn't want the Falcons. Like, I'm surprised we haven't gotten that narrative yet. Like, the pushing back from the Bill people. Where's the spin machine? Yeah, right. Like, I guess that's what I'm saying. And it's early. Like, we're not even at 24 hours Come on, Joe Judge. Let's go. Like, have I missed it, Arkan? Is it out there? Is the Bill spin out there? I'm surprised the PR team isn't in full force. And I don't think there's spin out there yet. It's coming. But... The Chiefs thing is still something that's being talked about. Like the Chiefs, watch out because as soon as Andy Reid's out, or ah. as soon as they win the Super Bowl again, he's going to retire, and Bill's going to do it. And that was the plan all along. Okay, that's the last uh, straw they're grasping at. I would, I would like to uh, credit this show for talking about that weeks ago. And Schefter, I guess, really breathed life into it yesterday morning by bringing it up. We've been talking about that now for a while. That Andy Reid could retire, and Bill would be in the mix in Kansas City. And I, and hat tip to Mike Florio, he wrote about it weeks ago. But we've discussed this and talked our way through it. Maybe Bill will get a job. Maybe he'll get back into it. I have no idea. Why would Kansas City go for Bill? I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't. But uh, but maybe Bill is still alive for a job. And maybe to Arkan's point, that's why the PR team hasn't gone into a full spin yet. 
maybe that is the spin we're getting is, you know, well, it could, could still get Kansas City. Well, Buffalo maybe is still out there. Oh, there's still two vacancies. Like, maybe when all the jobs are filled, maybe we'll get the spin. But I, I think the Hunts like him, too. We're going to get it. I have no idea. I mean, Bill's been in the league yeah. forever, so I'm sure there's a relationship there. I have no idea if it's good or bad. I don't know. But when it comes to um, that spin, I, I thought we would get more of it. Like, oh, Bill actually didn't want it. And Bill's waiting for the right job. He's being picky and chew. He has options. What? You don't think he has options? I expected to hear that by now. We really haven't heard a ton of it yet. But you will. Rap sheet's right. Every time a team loses like three games in a row and their coach is on the hot seat, we're going to hear about Bill Belichick to that job and Doc oh, connecting we'll all year long. we'll see the stupid gifts of Bill with the binoculars yes, and right. Bill walking on 100%. the field and not giving a high five. 100%. It's his time. Is that Bill Belichick's music? Again, priming myself for a big wrestling weekend. So you are, yeah, no, you are. Are you here for it or you're not here for those gifts? Not here for not it. Get here some for new those material. Gifts. So no. not here for no, those no, no, no. So not here Mango, for that's it. not how the internet works. The way the internet works is other people think a GIF is funny, so I just use it. That's how That's how the internet works. Look, so, I, I love using GIFs. I use them all the time. But, like, you guys, can no, we no. go beyond the three that you use all no. the time? No, 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 no. Because it's, you You got to be safe. You got to use the same meme and the same GIF that everybody else uses because that way people will find, people understand the humor. Uh, you could just, everybody has the same sense of humor, so everybody gets it. I don't feel like you're a big GIF guy. Not a huge GIF guy. Uh, so when it comes to, I just hit retweet over and over again. So when it comes to Bill Belichick Jones, and the spin, you suck. Jones, you suck. <laughs> Jones, you suck. I don't retweet all of those. Imagine if I did. And so when it comes to uh, Bill Belichick and the spin, I just get ready for it. And it will be happening all year long. And it'll happen. Don't worry. You got it a little bit there from Rap Sheet. Oh, well, I mean, what if Philly opens? Uh, it it might have opened this year. If Bill was willing to sacrifice, he might have had the Philly job right now, but he wasn't willing to sacrifice. Same thing with Dallas. Okay? That's my belief. So get ready to hear that all year long. Do you think Bill is done, Mego? This is something we talked about earlier. It's up now at Jones and Mego. It's not as close as yesterday's poll, which probably is worth updating. That was one of the closer ones that we've had. And I'll tell you where the results finished in that one. But is this it for Bill Belichick? Uh, Do you think he's done, Mego? Uh, You can vote yes or no up now at Jones and Mego. How would you vote? I don't think he's done. I don't think he's done because he still has plenty left in the tank. I just think it's bad timing right now. You got desperate teams out there, but they were not desperate enough. Dallas was not desperate enough. Buffalo, not desperate enough. Philly, not desperate enough. And so I can see him being out of sight, out of mind, at least from the coaching world in a serious way for a year. And then one of these desperate teams finally decides to part with their coach and brings Bill in. The only sticking point that I have is Bill's desire for power and to have both the head coach and the GM roles. Because if you listen to the reporting that's since come out about what was going on behind the scenes with the Atlanta position, what Bill is asking for really seems to be pretty outdated. And so I'm surprised that Mike Vrabel, by the way, is hinting towards or seemingly wanting similar responsibility. Like you just can't do both jobs anymore. You can't do both jobs. Like nobody has enough time. Do you agree? Nobody with that? has enough knowledge. Nobody has enough bandwidth. Do you agree with that, Arkan? Um, that you can't do it, or yeah. that teams don't want no, no, someone no, no, to do that all you can, that. That it can't. I be don't done. think you can do it. I think it can be done. I think it can be done too. I think it can be. Who's I, doing it? I agree that teams don't Bill want did it. Did it for twenty four years. Vrabel but. was just doing it in Tennessee before they brought in the new. He guy. got fired. I mean, Carroll was doing it. Carroll. Carroll was a major. He person got fired. No, I know, but you just said who is doing it. I understand. Okay, doing it successfully. Pete Carroll was, I mean, Pete Carroll, the Seahawks have not been bad the last couple of years. Yeah. 
And so, won a Super Bowl. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let me think of more. Bill won Super Bowls. Let me think Lucy of more. Been successful. Let me think of more. I mean, Carol's been Since? more successful recently. For 19. I think Sean McDermott has a lot of say in Buffalo. In, There's in a their difference personnel. between having a lot of say and having essentially the GM role, which okay, is what it sounds like th- Bill wants. Okay, but I think. No, but I mean, they have a personnel guy. His name is Matt Groh, but who's in charge of personnel? Like, I think McDermott's in charge of a lot of the personnel in Buffalo. And so I don't think it's a great idea, and I understand why why owners don't want this anymore. I understand why, because there's no buffer. It's just, all right, the coach does everything, and I'm the only one who can get in the way, and there's no no one below me, and it's just me to the coach. And that's a lot for an owner to sort of take on. So I get that. I mean, I think that's probably what the Crafts are saying. Uh, You know, Arthur Blank or anybody else who called about it was, yeah, okay, bring him in if you want, but just understand he's only answering to you. He won't answer to anybody else, and he probably won't even answer to you either. Yeah. So, like, that's... That's what's I mean, unattractive about it, not the idea that one the person can do I think, do by it. the way, I think Shanahan runs a lot of the personnel with the 49ers. I think Campbell does. I think McVay does. So I, I think a lot of so I think it can be done. But I agree, Bill can't do it. I think there's it. a difference between the level of that and the level of what Bill has had here for the last at least the last 20 years, probably. And on top of that, I think my only question is if there's another crop of teams who are seriously interested in Bill next year, will Bill pull back from that? Does he have it in himself to say, no. you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to take that amount of power? No. I then don't. in that case, I, it's hard for me to picture that he's going to land somewhere. So I think he will get a job because I think some dumb owner will give him the job and give him everything he wants. After a year of hearing from their fan base about Bill, somebody will cave. Arthur Blank didn't. I thought he would. I was wrong. I, I thought this was a done deal. And I, I, by the way, think Bill believed it was a done deal. We played you a clip from Bedard earlier who said he thought he had the Falcons in his back pocket. I agree. I think Bill thought that. I was wrong. Bill was wrong. Um, who was Arthur Blank listening to? Was he listening to Rich McKay in his own building, Terry Fontenot in his own building, or was he listening to Robert Kraft? Like, was Robert Kraft, did I underestimate that? Smack talk and trash talk from Robert Kraft. Arkan, you don't think he's going to coach again. Why? Nope, I think it's all over. I think that this is a referendum, not just on older coaches and sort of you know a, a rental for two years and a team that's out there that thinks that that might work, but I think it's really just a referendum on the way Bill does things and how it's been you know without Tom Brady not really successful and for all of his acolytes who have gone out and tried to be head coaches, it wasn't successful for them either. And I just think that it's a new day in the NFL. I think everybody's sort of turning the page. Teams are looking towards the future, and Bill Belichick he's is too not old. He's too old. <laughs> the world is on fire, He's and I just think. Make it. <laughs> I, but honestly, I just think that Bill uh, uh, hiring Bill Belichick is really just hoping that a head coach can have such a positive impact on your team just by himself, bringing in his people and you know so doing it, negativity. doing it his way, can have such a big impact on your team that that can push you over the edge. And I think a lot of these owners know better. They know that the head coach is you know not as important as Bill Belichick thinks he is, and he's walking in there saying, "I need this, this, and this, and you got to pay me all this," and blah 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 blah. And we're not going to give it to him. <laughs> and they're not going to. I mean, really, they're not. And I think that that's it's a new day. That's it. You know, it's a new day in the NFL, and I think that Belichick's time is just over. I think he's going to come up short of that record and that's the end of it louder our king <laughs> so uh the results of our our poll yesterday are interesting do you know who won do you know who ended up winning I, I i didn't realize this i don't even remember the poll. tv retire forever ended up winning wow patriots fans want wow. bill okay. to be retired forever because yeah, they're voting after the atlanta news comes out no but i'm saying that's it's exactly it so once he didn't get the job that surged ahead it was tight all day Take a year off as a close second, 32.8, 32.3, go do TV. Ended up under 30%. Only 5% say beg for his job back, but I appreciate you 5%. <laughs> um, I think Bill will get another job, and I don't think he's going to sacrifice. And so what? He's going to be reliant on the Patriots this year. 
And if the Patriots are good, he's going to be in trouble. If the Patriots are a playoff team and they do what I think they can do, meaning a world exists, they're capable of making the playoffs and doing what Houston did. Hit on your quarterback, surround him with some talent and free agency, hit on a receiver in the second round or wherever, and boom, you're off and running. If they win 10 games without Bill and Robert Kraft is bad-mouthing him and Brady won a Super Bowl without him, then Bill really may never get another job. If the Patriots suck, and I know you think they're going to, or Ken, you think they're going to. I pay- just think it's it's yeah. so difficult. If the Patriots suck, it's going to make Bill look better. So there is a chance that Bill, you know, with a, the a, more separated from a, a stinky four-win team, if Mayo wins like five games this year with a new quarterback, Bill could come out looking better. I think he'll coach again. I don't feel strongly about it. I, I thought he was going to get this Falcons job. So what do I know? Uh, you can vote. At Jones and Mego, you can dial us up. 617-779-7937. Is Bill done? And if he is, what's he doing? Uh, you can jump in there. Arkan with all the latest in trending. And we'll explain how he got boxed out in Atlanta right after the update. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now back to Jones and Mego on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Bill Belichick did not get called to Seattle. He did not, as of date, get called to Washington. Could he still enter into those conversations? Conceivably, yes. We're well on into these coaching searches, and to my knowledge, neither team has called so far. So that seemingly would indicate that this coaching cycle, as it currently is constituted, will fill up without Bill Belichick getting a head coach. Raheem Morris gets the Atlanta job. That was the job that Bill Belichick was in play for there down in Atlanta. And my understanding is that the Falcons owner, Arthur Blank, really liked Bill Belichick and would have supported that hiring. But it's beyond just one man. This is a collaborative hiring effort. So I still wonder, who is really in Arthur Blank's ear? Could be Rich McKay. We've talked about him for weeks here on this show. Bill uncomfortable with the setup, the power structure in Atlanta. Rich McKay, the CEO, Terry Fontenot, the GM. They don't want to give up any power. Bill wants all the power. So if they're going to be in the building and they're not going to get fired or shoved into some janitor's closet, Bill doesn't want the job. So maybe it's that. Maybe it is people internally. And you'll hear from Tom Curran and Albert Breer coming up. They're plugged in. They know what they're talking about. Uh, they seem to think it was certainly Rich McKay and Terry Fontenot lobbying Arthur Blank a certain way on Bill Belichick. I, I just wonder how Blank went from... And you hear people universally say this, Mego. It's Jones and Mego with Arkan here on WEI. We have triple play 
about 25 minutes from now. You hear this universally. Schefter, Rapsheet, Bedard, Curran, Breer. Blank wanted him. Uh, Florio wrote it. There was a point in time where Arthur Blank wanted him. Charles Robinson, who I'll read from in a moment. I think he's another one who said that. So Blank wanted him. What changed? Well, McKay and Fontenot and all those guys have been in the building. They've all worked. Rich McKay has worked for Arthur Blank since 2003. He's his former GM. He runs, ran the business side. He's involved in football ops. Like, what do you think? Arthur Blank just had in his head, hey, I'm thinking about hiring Bill Belichick, and, and McKay wasn't in his ear the whole time. And Fontenot, as the GM, wasn't in his ear the whole time, who might lose his job with Bill coming in. So, like, maybe they swayed him at the last second. Maybe he just finally heard it. Or maybe Bill was rude to him in the interview, as you suggested earlier. I have no idea. What's more likely, the more I think about it, is that he finally said, once Bill was out, hey, Robert, let's talk. Let's talk. And tell me what it would be like. How would it go? What if I, so now that I've met with Bill, Bill said X, Y, and Z. Is he going to, can I hold him to that? Or is he telling me what I want to hear? And my guess is Robert Kraft didn't speak very highly of him. Again, read the Wickersham story. He wasn't talking very highly of Bill Belichick at all the last couple of years. Whether it's in the owner's suite or around the building, he wasn't speaking very highly of Bill. So I wouldn't be surprised if he, or maybe even Jonathan, I would guess it would be Robert in this scenario. They're contemporaries. Right? Kraft is 82. Mm -hmm. Blank is 81. So my guess is that's who's talking to one another. I just wonder if that's what ultimately gave Arthur Blank the coldest of cold feet. It's like, hey, I'm already hearing from these two bozos in the building, and I'm calling them bozos. He doesn't feel that way about him. He trusts them. But I'm already hearing from these guys, and now Robert Kraft says something, and that was the tipping point for him. I wonder if that's what it is. That's not reported anywhere. I just wonder. So, well, I I tend to believe that the pressure to make the decision that they made came from inside the building, from the guys that you're mentioning. Like, that's what I tend to believe. But I do think that if there's a scenario where Arthur Blank one-on-one calls up uh, Robert Kraft, that if there was a situation where this back-channeling started back in November, maybe started after Germany or yeah. whatever, yeah. between Bill Belichick and Arthur Blank, that they start talking to each other because Bill sees the writing on the wall and goes, there's not going to be a job for me here much longer with the Patriots. So I'm going to start testing the waters and see what else is out there. And Robert Kraft found out about that. And then Arthur, Arthur Blank calls up Robert Kraft to say like, so what do you give me all the dirt on bill? Like, what am I really getting myself into? Like nothing about that situation is going to endear Robert Kraft to speaking glowingly of no, bill. My guess is if Robert he, would if call he the was league going to anyway. Yeah. My guess is Robert Kraft would call the league. I mean, and I say the league. I mean, the owners pretty much run it. But he would he would be calling out Arthur Blank for tampering charges. Right. And if, if Kraft got any wind of it, then, you know, he wouldn't think very highly of it for sure. I agree with that. And so, look, I, I wonder how much that was going on and how much who Arthur Blank was listening to. I just I do wonder about that. And I wonder when we get the spin from the bill side because it's coming. But to Arkan's point, maybe it's after all the jobs are filled and we're really sure that Andy Reid isn't retiring, then it'll be full force. And also, I mean, you, you think about who he's listening to. Who is he listening to that was for Bill? 
other than just him liking Bill Belichick, we haven't heard anybody say, yeah, you know, we were really pushing for, for Blank to hire Bill Belichick. None of his staff wanted that to happen. His staff was terrified that they'd all lose their jobs if he came in. And if he talked to Robert Kraft, who was the only owner that, you know, Bill ever worked for, I forget who it was in Cleveland, maybe he talked to Parcells. Uh, Modell. Uh, Modell, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> like it, it was Kraft and, and maybe Parcells, the only people you could talk to there. And you think either one of them were like, oh, yeah, Belichick, that's exactly what you need. Like, Whoever he was listening to was probably telling him the yeah, same thing. Yeah, I just wonder who it was. And if is Robert, if it was Robert and he was involved, is that going to impact Bill going forward? Because we've been asking all day, is this it for Bill? And both Mego and I think, no, it's not it for Bill. He's going to get another job. Arkan thinks he'll never coach again. And you're consistent. You also think Pete Carroll will never coach again. These nope. guys are in their 70s. And if Bill gets a job next hiring cycle, meaning in 2025, he'll be 73. He'll be the o- oldest coach in the history of the league. In year one, like he's obvious, he's just gonna you're gonna have until he's 75. Nobody's coached until 75 as a head coach in the NFL. So Arkans at least consistent on that. I I also don't think Pete Carroll's gonna get a job, but I think Bill will. I think there's some owner out there that'll give it to him. But what if Kraft is still chirp chirp chirping and smack talking Bill? Maybe it's very fresh now, and he'll get. A better sense of it. Maybe he was never doing it in the first place, and I'm barking up the wrong well, tree. Well, Texter br- brought it up a little while ago. Like, doesn't it behoove Kraft to have somebody else pay Bill? Financially. Financially. So he could get himself off the hook if he, if Bill got hired. But I don't know. Is it so fresh? And he just he's so legacy conscious that, uh, you know what? We're already burning cash in free agency. I'll burn $25 million on Bill as well because what I can't have for my legacy is is Bill go to Atlanta and win 10 games and make right. the playoffs. That behooves him, too. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe that outweighs the financial thing. I, the financial thing is a strong component here. They spent the least amount of money over the last decade in the NFL. So it's a strong component. I don't want to just brush it to the side. But I wonder if it's so fresh and he's so legacy conscious that it's secondary in this case. Uh, here's what Charles Robinson wrote up now at Yahoo Sports. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys job never opened and the Chargers vacancy was never on the table. The Atlanta Falcons chose to go another way, and now the only two jobs remaining across the league are the Commanders and the Seahawks. And it's looking more feasible than ever that the 2024 NFL hiring cycle could leave Bill behind. You don't think he's getting either of those jobs, right? Washington, Seattle. We're not going to hear his I name at all there. I don't think so, there. no. I, do you want me to go into the reasons or just keep going? No, Arkan, do you think he's going to – are we going to hear his name there? Uh, no. Washington think... very early on in the process said they weren't interested in him in Seattle. I mean, come on. <laughs> The reasons, uh, Robinson writes, are time and power. Bill has short supply of one and continues to seek an abundance of the other. I think this makes sense. We all thought he was going to want everything in his new organization, from money to personnel control to hiring power with the coaching staff, his kids, Rutgers players, Navy players, lacrosse players, etc. That's the takeaway from Bill Belichick's pair of meetings with the Falcons, which ultimately led team owner Arthur Blank to reconsider his quest to secure the heavy-hitting culture architect who also boasts a titanic resume, which, as uh, Mego pointed out, can be read two ways. A titanic resume. I, I just thought of it as, oh, yeah, he's got the an awesome resume. The unsinkable ship. Right. This but it's ship also, will not sink, Rose. See, this, is, this is why Mego has a blog, because she, she really, you know, you got to think out your word choice there. I hadn't really thought about that. There's enough room on that door for Bill and Palm. So he gets into some specific details about the dinner with Blank and everything else. If you want to get into those, you can read them at Yahoo. Uh, he also writes about Rich McKay and his role. And McKay being hired back in 2003 as GM, ascended to the role of CEO in 08, uh, you know, worked on the stadium, which is probably why Blank is so loyal to him. Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where they hold Super Bowls and is a, uh, you know, a state-of-the-art stadium. 
And so he gets into that role as well. He concludes, when you wonder why Bill Belichick is engaged in interviews with only one team, and I do, the answer might be as simple as it seems. At the outset, it appears that Blank was the franchise owner willing to ask the questions about how Belichick would transplant his culture and success, then consider the potential cost to achieve it. Ultimately, it was too much for Atlanta and maybe too much for every franchise in the hiring cycle. If Belichick gets shut out of a head coaching job this winter, that's why. And unless something changes moving forward, either in Belichick's approach to his next job or in a team owner's willingness to expend the immense, uh, immense rather financial and relationship capital to implement it, next season and beyond could be no different. So he makes it sound like Bill could be out of a job for a while. No one structures their team this way. Blank was the only one willing to sit down with him in this cycle. And so I have thoughts on that, but what's your reaction to it, Megan? First of all, I, I know it's a lot there, but it it's laid out really well. And the very end of it is what gets me is there's two situations that could happen to get Bill coaching again. If you assume that he's not going to get a job in this cycle, which is either he gives up a little bit of the power that he wants, or there's an owner that's just crazy enough to just hand it all, hand the entire franchise over to him for maybe two or three years. I do feel like it's the second part that's more likely to happen, but that's really tough because if Bill opens himself up to the first part, then, okay, maybe there's, you know, seven coaching positions. That's kind of what the turnover is on average. There's seven coaching positions open next year. Let's say at least one of them has Billy baggage, so he's not going <laughs> to go to that one. And then it can one of the, like, he, he would probably be open to five or six of the other ones, depending on the money, if he's more flexible. The other side, it's like he'll end up like Atlanta again. He needs one suitor who will give him the entire world. And then what if somebody starts chirping in that owner's ear and saying, you're about to give up everything that you've worked for, right. your family, like especially if that if that place has a kid in line to take over the team. They're like, dad, you're not doing it. Dad, you're not giving the team to Bill Belichick, dad, for two years so he can get that record. You're not doing it, dad. Like, the former is just so much the smarter way to go about it, but I feel like when it happens, it'll be the latter. Yeah, so the more I think about it, and this is not to give Bill too much credit, because you're right, Mego. I don't want to make it sound like Bill, you know, pushed aside other suitors to pursue this one job, but I do wonder if Bill just thought he had Atlanta in his back pocket. He thought it was a done deal. And so he said, yeah, you know what, Washington, whatever, I'm not going to go down that road. Or Washington, you're not interested in giving me full power, I'm not going to go down that road. This is what you said earlier, Arkan. Oh, okay, fine. You know, Tennessee, whatever. Seattle, whatever. Uh, you know, Dallas, uh, you're not going to give me full power? Okay, fine. And they keep Mike McCarthy. Same thing in Philly with Nick Sirianni. And so he just assumed Atlanta was a done deal. And so he didn't think he had to give up any power or make any concessions. He thought he had Atlanta in his back pocket. He thought it was done. And so maybe this will be a slap in the face, Arcan. Maybe he'll learn something. You know, maybe he'll be uh, show some humility. And you he's think been, he needed a safety school. I mean, probably, yeah. It, it seems that way. And I, I just wonder what he's learned from this, or if he's just going to say, "Well, you know, they're all going to look like idiots. I'll be back. I'll get an even better job next year, and I'll get back into it." I don't know the answer to that, but my guess is he probably hasn't learned much from this. He should be embarrassed. I don't know that he's going to show embarrassment, and I certainly don't know that he's going to go out hat in hand next year if he doesn't get a job this cycle and say yeah you know what i actually don't need personnel control and hire my coaching staff i 
I don't think he's going to change that much. I think if he's coaching again, he's going to still want most of these things. Yeah, I think that that's sort of become how he does it. I mean, it's you know, it's not even really his fault. He's been doing it for 24 years that way, and then at the very end, all of a sudden, he's going to give up everything and completely change his entire system and all of that, which, you know, to get the record, he it probably has to. I think that's the only way that it would ever work, and that's why I thought it might work in Dallas. I thought, you know, maybe him and Jerry could sit down and figure out a way to play nice for two years and just get the record or, you know, do whatever they're going to do and build Bill was not into it. And I also think if Bill's going to <clears throat> sorry, voice is going back no, again, okay. but you know, if Bill's going to come back out in the job market next year, usually it's not eight teams that fire their coaches. Usually it's like three or four, you know, like you have well, a no, couple got, of job openings. You just said it's like no, seven, it's right? Average like an seven. average of seven. I feel like recently it hasn't been that many, but I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it doesn't Might be seem like to me six point six. Okay. <laughs> either way, you don't know who's going to be up for a job next year. You don't know which coordinators are going to suddenly I become the hot coordinators. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's probably a few, but I mean, you know, they, these are all coaches who are then going to be right there in the pool with him, and I just don't think that he's going to be any more attractive at that point. Like, yeah, so he's very un- he's a very unattractive candidate right now. I, this is why I keep saying the Patriots season. This occurred to me this morning. The Patriots season is going to be so important for him. If they're a four-win team again with Gerard Mayo and a new quarterback, and I, I think people might look at it and go, oh, so it wasn't just Bill. Yeah, there's so, so many deeper problems. They but, didn't clean house enough. But if but if they win 10 games and they're a playoff team? And Josh McDaniels is back as offensive coordinator. <laughs> I mean, and let's really play it out. I would never and, believe this. And Mac is the Thank starting you. quarterback. If, it, if it's McDaniels and Mac and Kraft and Mayo and, and Bill's kids are still on staff and Bill's the only one that's gone, and I this would never happen. But they win nine or 10 games then and they're I a playoff would, team? Then I would feel bad for Bill. Because he would have the utmost FOMO Bill of the would have, entire world. Bill would have to go beg Navy for a job. That like that that's how far his star would fall. So I think he can look better, Arkan. Like when you say how's he going to become a more attractive candidate, that's how. It's tied to New England and maybe what Mega was saying yesterday. If he does TV, he could rehab his image a little bit. I will get to your phone calls in a moment. I want to hear a couple of clips here quick. This is Burt Breer last night on NBC Sports Boston about Arthur Blank getting talked out of Bill Belichick. Arthur Blank wanted to hire Bill Belichick, the head coach. And it wasn't the money. I think he was willing to pay him. It was everything else that was going to have to happen. And the amount of people around him that Bill's going to need here. And the amount of people that might be outgoing because of it. And I think people in that building knew, like, hey, if Bill comes here, I'm not, I probably won't be here for very long, much longer. And so those people wind up getting in blanks here. And so I think it wasn't Bill the coach. I think Blank wanted to hire Bill the coach. I think more than anything else, it was the fact that maybe Bill wanted the thing set up a certain way and Blank wasn't comfortable with that, especially for, as Tom said, a guy who might only be around for a year or two. Okay, so that's Burt Breer. And again, who's in his ear? He makes it sound like it's people internally. I respect the reporting of Burt. I also respect the reporting of Tom Curran. Uh, here's what he had to say. Arthur Blank getting swayed again by those in the building. You have different layers. So as much as Arthur Blank wants that, he spends a lot of money on these other individuals. And I think those other individuals can say, here's Bill's free agents in 2021. Mm. Here's what's going on with the draft. And here's what happened with the quarterback. Are these files? You want all yes. of us to just stand by and <laughs> let him do what he data. wants to do? And Finders. I think that Arthur Blank, at some point, you have to defer the people you're paying money to yeah. if they're making sense. Okay, I just wonder if it was just people in the building or if people in uh, the Patriots building also were letting him know, you know, this is who he wanted to sign in 2021. And, you know, this is who he wanted to draft. He loved Nikhil Harry. Did you know that, Arthur Blank? Like, he loved Nikhil Harry. He didn't listen to everybody else on this. And so I just wonder if it was from outside the building, too. 
yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of people were terrified for their future and their jobs and looking out for themselves and, you know, had a conflict of interest inside the building. I wonder what Arthur Blank heard from outside the building, specifically here in Foxborough. Uh, let's go to the phones. Dan's in the car. What's going on, Dan? Dan, hello. Hey, thanks for, yep. Guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure. So Bill is caught in, in a situation where he's guaranteed 25, we'll say, million next year. And so to say that he, we're going to find out what he's all about because he's the man of being able to tell players, hey, you're not worth what you're worth. You know, go, go see what you can get and you'll be back. Well, now it's falling on him. How can Bill say to all those other players, I took less to prove what I'm worth to go for a record? Yeah, so so interesting. So he took it a different direction than I thought he was going to. What I thought he was saying is Bill does have the safety net of Robert Kraft's paying him, call right. it $25 million this year. No, but it's about self-worth. Well, right, but, but Bill also can be a little more picky and choosy this cycle, if you want to play this out, and say... This is something that could change, in other words, with him asking for the sun, the moon, and the stars from organizations. I want full personnel control and hiring power and blah, 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 and reporting directly to the owner. I don't want your Rich McKay in the way because he knows he's got $25 million this year no matter what. And maybe he's got a lucrative TV deal that he would have anyway in his back pocket next year, for instance. But maybe without the money, he's a little more likely to say, I don't need personnel power. Or, you know what, I, I can report to a CEO who will report to you. Maybe. I thought that's where he was going to take it. But the Patriots are on the hook for his salary this year, whatever it is, 20, 25, 30 million, whatever it is. They're on the hook for it. And he can pile on some TV money if he decides to go do TV this year on top of that salary from the Pats. Tony's on the cake. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, guys. Love your show. Thanks. Hi. I was thinking about what if the owners just don't want Belichick to break Shula's record? Why, uh, why would they not want to? Just Collusion. Why, yeah, play that out. Why would they not want it? Well, you know what? I'm not from out, out here. I'm, I'm from Chicago originally. But I was thinking about, you know, just for the past 20-something years, Belichick's been, you know, running all over these teams. And now it's a payback. I see. I see. So it's not necessarily protecting Shula. It's just anti-Bill yeah, by everybody. Just, He's burned a lot of bridges. Bill. I mean, this has been Mego's point. I, I mean, it's like Bill, uh, between his ex-coaches and just pissing off other organizations, maybe it's just coming home to roost. He just has a lot of history. For as much as we talk about, like, with the Flores lawsuit how much connection he has in the league and and how much sway he has in power. There's also a lot of people out there who have baggage with him and not only don't like him, but wouldn't want to bring him on to run their franchise. Yeah, so I don't think that's it, but you're right. I mean, I, I don't... Are... Well, that that's a reason why we don't even talk about Vegas or Tennessee right. as possibilities. No, 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 but I mean... Before, it, before they were filled. I don't think the caller's point is that, like, they're they're rooting against Bill... There's collusion. ...getting the wins record. No collusion. Um, no obstruction. But, like, if you pulled the owners in the league, how many of them want Bill to get the record? I mean, that's interesting. I don't think that's well, not why he's not getting a job, but I, I wonder if they want him to get the record. They do probably they, do because do it's like, a good moment for yeah, the league and they, they can make money off of it. Much? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, only if you have like a very personal vendetta against him, which I'm sure some of them do. Yeah. That's but not, one of the but few not things that I, you guys talk about, like some idiot owner next year might hire him. That's the one thing. Like, that's the last appeal, really, is that you get to throw a party when he breaks the record in your, in your stadium. I that's, mean, that's, you know, that's something. That's, I mean, I know Bill cares. I think Bill cares about it anyway. And like some Patriots fans pretended to care. I just wonder how much anybody actually cares about that. Like, it's like, oh, it's this marketable thing. Yeah, for one day, maybe in two years. I mean, maybe. But 
I, I wonder how marketable of a moment that actually is and how much of a it is a marketable moment. I wonder how big of a factor that is in hiring him. 617-779-7937. We'll get back to your phone calls and we have triple play with Arcan next. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes! Triple play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. With Jones and Mago. Triples is best. Triples is best. Triples is best. I don't live in a hotel, and it is Friday, which makes it a fill-in-the-blank Friday. So, Jones and Mego, let's uh, start filling in some blanks. What do you say? Sorry. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yay. Number one. That was a rare moment where we both, neither of us had our mics, that we were both talking and neither, I think because we're neither used to Ryan just turning them on. No, I, I'm not going to put that on Ryan. It's a poor carpenter who blames his tools. I I, I usually... Uh, Ryan's a I'm a I poor usually, carpenter. Yes, I usually... I usually uh, Ryan knows this. I usually Ryan's not my, my tool. I, uh, but that was one where we're both in here like, ah! Yeah. No, the mics we both out. is silently yeah. were like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> it happens. I'm that standing way behind him yeah. looking for copy, and he throws yeah. to it like, "How is I, that going to happen?" I like, I like it better when the mics are off. Yeah, yeah. keep the mics off. Yeah, I realized Turn that, that he was looking for the copy that I didn't have the copy to read, and I just couldn't think. God, of God, I hate so a voice. I threw to it. Anyways, it is uh, fill Go in the blank Friday. <laughs> so let's uh, fill in our first blank. Mega, we'll start with you. The worst Super Bowl matchup would be blank versus blank. That would be a terrible Super Bowl matchup. It would be. I'm going to yes. go with Chiefs versus Lions. What? Yeah, that would be the worst one. I know that's the one you want, that's by the, the way. the best one. <laughs> no, it's the worst one. We were just talking about how crappy the Lions' uh, pass defense is. Uh-huh. Chiefs are just going to throw all over them. I feel like it would be a total stomping. I know it's two dogs, technically. Don't give me that face. It's Patrick Mahomes against the Lions. I don't get so because just the Chiefs would stomp them so much. Yeah, that's it, would what you're be an, it would be an incredibly boring game. Got it. I mean, I look. I like offense, and I think most of the most of these teams are good offenses, which I am excited about. The Chiefs are probably the worst offense left, believe it or not. Mm. And so, I, I think the worst matchup would involve probably the Ravens and the Lions. Hmm. Uh, now, the Ravens already stomped San Francisco earlier this year. I like the rematch aspect of that. Um, I want Ravens Niners. Yeah, I mean. Look, it's we've we've seen it in some ways before, right? The Harbaugh Bowl from a few years ago. So it would be a rematch there. It would be a rematch from the, the game late in the season. They're best on best pretty much all year, which I do get. Um, I think the worst matchup would involve the Lions. I just think it would be Baltimore and Detroit. They don't feel like great markets. They're not as interesting of teams as uh, certainly the Chiefs are by far the most interesting team. So I don't see how there could be a bad matchup or a bad Super Bowl with the Chiefs involved. To me, it would be Lions and Baltimore. All right, let's get to our second fill-in-the-blank. Number two. All right, the Bruins winners last night in overtime up in Ottawa. Jones, the most underrated Bruins player this year, has been blank. I mean, I kind of want to say Swayman. And I, I know he gets a lot of credit, but I don't know that he gets the full credit because there's still Allmark there, and Allmark won the Vesna a year ago, and it's still part of a rotation. So, like, yes, he's an all-star, and yes, fans like him, and yes, I, I think you could go back and forth on whether or not fans really believe they're going to pay him. I wonder if people realize really, truly how good he's been, like as a top-of-the-league goaltender and a guy who should play most nights, not every night, but most nights, and should be your game-one starter. Like, I still feel like people talk about the goaltenders like it's 1A and 1B and it's a rotation, and I blame Montgomery mostly for that. That's not how people should be talking about it. Swayman's been head and shoulders better than Olmark. He should be the guy. To me, that makes him underrated this year. I largely co-sign. I will say also Trent Frederick. 
Uh, I, we I talk, like Frederick. We, we talk, you almost said you loved him. Yeah, I well, I, you yeah, know. Look at <laughs> your new Marshan. He's my. He could be my. He could be my next Marshan after Marshan goes and sets. Uh, Simping you know, for Trent. The 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 Bruins uh, or his single season goals um, record. Yeah, he has a four uh, uh, point streak over four games now. He's getting hot. Okay. This is a guy who was a healthy scratch in the playoffs last year yeah. uh, in two different games. Yeah, some of us thought that he's, was dumb at the time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you were early on this take, but he's turned into a nice little regular player, and I want to see more of him. So I, I, I would say that he's the most underrated Bruin. Yeah, I mean, look, he probably fits the bill more than my answer. I just feel like Swayman hasn't been fully appreciated, but but Frederick is what? You just said it, fourth or fifth in scoring on the team this year? So, yeah. no, I I think that's a good fit for a real underrated Bruin who, yeah, is a good third-line player. I mean, I don't want him in the top six, and I don't necessarily want him at center, uh, but that's a good player for you that should be in there every single night, and I hated when he was out in the playoffs last year. Frederick is second on the team and plus minus. You know who's first? Ooh. You'll wait, never guess. Wait, it. no, well, don't say I, I'll never guess it. All Hang right. on. Well, I don't think you ever will. Carlo. Wow. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Hockey Jones. I really didn't think you'd you'll, never, you'll never guess <laughs> it, Jones. Jones doesn't watch the game. I really didn't think you'd get that. He's t- plus 21, and uh, Frederick's second at plus 17. Everybody else is 13 and below. So, Carlo, there's a case to be made for him, too, I there think. There you go. How about um, that? All right, let's get to it. Uh, maybe it's uh, Jones is the most underrated. Yes. Uh, Bruin. I, th- I think. Uh, thank you for agreeing with that. I agree, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get to our third fill in the blank. Number three. All right, the all-star starters have been announced in the Eastern and Western Conference. The most egregious snub of an NBA all-star starter, Mego, his blank. I gotta go with Donovan Mitchell. I don't think it's, like, so egregious, but he's, he has a better case to me than Damian Lillard does. And I'm not just being salty because there's two bucks as starters. Obviously, Giannis belongs on there. I love Dame. It's just, if you look at their stats, the only thing really going in Dame's favor is his availability. He's played, I don't know, like eight or nine more games than Donovan Mitchell. But I, I feel like Donovan Mitchell is a better representation than having both of those bucks in there. And like I said, it's not egregious. I just, I think he has a better candidacy. Okay. Steph Curry. Steph Curry's not a starter. Steph Curry should be a starter. Like he's I mean, and look, maybe maybe his numbers are worse than I realized this they're year. They're not they're not bad. No, they're pretty consistent for the war, him. the Warriors stink. Like I get that. I understand that. But we're talking about individuals. No, yeah. right. So Steph Curry should be a starter. So the problem becomes who do you take off? Doncic is great. Shea Gil, uh, Gildas Alexander is great. Deserves it. I would probably take Doncic off in that scenario if that's what I'm doing. And he's been awesome this year. I get it. Uh, but Steph Curry should should be a, out of the snubs. And trust me, I'm not like pounding the table and like, oh my God, I can't believe he's a snub. But if you're asking me who's the biggest snub, it's probably Steph. I think it's Kawhi Leonard. I would take Durant off and put Leonard in. By so, the way, you know what? Leonard Leonard is a good one. And the, the Clippers have been super hot. I just got to get this read in real quick. There's no place like home, but the 99 restaurant comes close with the return of their home style chicken pot pie. Tender all white meat chicken covered with mm. the flaky buttery crust. Serve piping hot. You got to love the nines. Sorry, mm. go ahead. So this is why. So actually, I am going to blame the tools here. I, I'm a carpenter who's going to blame his tools here. So that, is that why neither of us were ready to go that's, with our microphones? That's Arcan, probably why. Because Ryan should blame Arcan for yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. No, I agree. That is. Uh, did you see? Have the reads. Did you see Arcan that? Uh, oh, so he's blame. So he's blaming. Oh, Ryan he's blaming saying. Ryan again. Hundred percent. It's a lot oh of circular. Right under the bus. A lot of circular. Do blame that during going on the here. break when you usually yell at everybody, Arcan. Uh, did you see the first take tweet today, Arcan, about who the biggest snub is? Uh, Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. I did see that. 
Okay, so he did. Scariest guy in the East. Almost as good of a guess as uh, Brandon Carlo, I thought, but turns I'd put, out. I'd put Brunson over Lillard. He had seen it. Would you put Brunson over would, you put Mitchell? Over Lillard? Yeah, Why? Because Lillard hasn't had that great of a season, I don't think. He hasn't. He's a big star, but I mean, he's not, I don't think that he's been so good this year he deserves to but be the starter. That's where the fan down. votes come in. I know, I'm like just saying. You asked who the snub is. That's who I'd, that's who I'd say. Jaylen yeah, Brunson. we're saying you're yeah. wrong, though. Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Jalen Brunson. Lillard overrated. Let's go to Brian in New London, Connecticut. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, hi. Uh, so as far as Bill's concerned, uh, it's really fashionable to be bashing him right now. And uh, I think if he takes a year off, what would be really interesting is if he did some color commentary and did so on the Patriots, kind of like picking apart their offense, sort of like uh, Tony Romo. Okay, so I love Tony Romo so these days. I've never asked this. When we've talked about Bill doing TV, I I never thought he would do a game like be an in-game analyst. I never thought that for a second. I assumed he would just sit in a studio on a pre or post game show and do that. You're nodding your head, Mego, right? Like that's yeah, what you think he'd I do? I don't think he would be in a booth. Me neither, but the caller just brought that up. I it, it would be interesting if he didn't were in a booth. Oc- it didn't even occur to me. Don't start that now. Well, you I mean, technically you started that. Uh what? That, that would be that would be very interesting. I just don't I don't think that's what he's going to do. I think he's going to sit there and, you know, do the Bill Cower, Jimmy Johnson thing. That's what I think he's going to do. Yeah, and he's going to he's going to take talk, over for Bill Cower. Talk for 13 seconds at a time on a studio show where it suddenly it throws to break. You know what he should do? He should do the Bellistrator. The Bellistrator was a good segment and he was good in that oh, segment. Oh, you mean on the I on thought CBS. you meant, yeah, He should yeah. take the Bellistrator to CBS. Uh I don't know if he can. I maybe that's uh, the proprietary, property, but it's CBS, right? Doesn't he do it on CBS? Oh, I mean, he does it on. They're going to call it the Mayo Strader, aren't they? <laughs> well, I'm saying like that. It that's got one weird. time. Yeah, it did get <laughs> weird. When he does, when he is on TV, that's one of the few times I think he consistently is engaging and good and you know worth watching. So I think he should take that whole bit and bring it to. If he does do TV, he should bring it with him. Did I see Bill Simmons gave him a standing offer to do a podcast at the Ringer? Uh, yes, while he was walking his dog. Is that true? <laughs> I thought oh, I saw that. Yeah. I didn't see that yeah well there you go bill 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 on the podcast world would be something i I, no, i imagine he's gonna sit there on a studio show i hadn't really considered him in a booth i think he would be really bad at that i don't i don't think he's gonna be great on a pre or post game show but he's a way better fit there than like in bill in game doing color commentary and talking once like every four minutes yeah like and again the the potential for that would be awesome i mean if bill really wanted to break down plays and really do it he oh could, but he just leans in on special teams yeah right. <laughs> yeah it's like hey bill special teams were 10 plays ago they're driving down the field and you're still breaking down the extra point the game's happening now bill uh, but yeah, I just think you got to be, you know, on clock there. Although maybe, I, maybe I'm sure changing Bill in that role actually. The more we talk it out, <laughs> sideline reporter Bill. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We've been asking all day uh, at Jones and Mego. It's our big question of the day. Uh, do you think Bill is done? Do you think he's finished as a head coach? He'll never coach again. You can answer there on the phones. We'll also get back into uh, some trends in the hiring cycle in the NFL. Are the Patriots with trends or behind? The trends with the Gerard Mayo hire. We'll get to that next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.